Eternal Health, episode number 25. Listening to the Eternal Health Podcast, where we discuss God's great design for your life in body, mind, and spirit. Your host is Laura Rimmer, who's a plant based nutritionist, author, speaker, and health coach. Looking for yoga tips or the latest protein shake recommendations? Sorry, you're in the wrong place. If you're ready for no-nonsense, multi-layered health expertise, drawing on evidence-based nutrition and biblical principles, welcome to Eternal Health. For show notes and to download your free 5-Minute Optimum Health Scorecard, please visit laurarimmer.com. Enjoy the show. Hi there, it's Laura Rimmer. Welcome back to another episode here of Eternal Health. Hope you've had a really good week. I've had a good week, a busy week. I've got a lot of collaborations going on at the moment. So I have been approached to do an event with my local farm, my local organic farm, which is where I get all my produce, my vegetables and and fruits and things. I've been getting them from this farm for years and years. And we are collaborating on holding a health event at a local um, gym, possibly some other events. I also have entered into an exciting collaboration with um, an Australian company and uh, actually they're based in California and Australia and they are promoting my health coaching services and my nutritionist um, expertise which is again exciting and also I'm coaching on one of my friend and colleagues coaching programs so she runs a business coaching program specifically for photographers and so I'm going to be teaching her audience on how to run a business and stay healthy something I know quite a lot about because I've made all the mistakes over the years as a business owner and with a busy lifestyle Uh, so hopefully I can impart some wisdom on the things and the pitfalls to avoid and how to remain healthy even when your life is busy so that's exciting so yeah it's been busy Last week's episode on why I don't recommend going vegan and why I'm not vegan anymore caused a bit of a stir. I had a lot of angry vegans message me and comment on my uh, on my podcast saying how awful this was and do you know what it kind of just confirms what I was talking about in the podcast saying that it is kind of like a cult and it's more of a religious movement than just a way of eating. But I also had lots and lots of messages of support saying, wow, this is amazing and they're really encouraged. And especially from a lot of Christian people actually saying this feels much more in line with with biblical principles. And so it's exciting. And my current coaching clients as well have been really excited by this because a lot of them have not wanted to go fully plant-based. And and whilst I never, you know, I never advocate that they have to go fully plant-based I think they've been aware in the past that that's been my stance and so they've sometimes felt a bit guilty that they can't or don't want to go 100% plant-based so this has just enabled them to breathe a sigh of relief and um, yeah I'm implementing some new things within my coaching programs which is really quite exciting and great last week's episode just to let you know the kind of figures I had for my downloads 
over 2,000 listens and downloads across all platforms in the last five days, which I think is, aside from maybe my Joel Furman interview, which had about 5,000 um, in total, this one has had the most rapid <laughs> download rate. So yeah, it's obviously a, a topic that people are interested in, which is good. Now today's episode follows on quite nicely from last week's episode, reflecting some of the tweaks and changes I've made within my own diet and my coaching practice. And so this week's episode is all about the 12 diet principles for great health for life. So if you're wondering, well, okay, if Laura's kind of switched from veganism or a 100% plant-based diet and is now incorporating some animal products, what is the best way to eat? And that's a great question. So I'm going to be covering exactly the 12 things The kind of, I would say these are the non-negotiables really. There's lots of flexibility with things you can do, but these are the 12 really fundamental principles of how to have great health for life. So my coaching program is called Health for Life. So these are the 12 principles that I'm coaching on. And really you won't go far wrong if you follow these things. These principles will produce effortless weight loss and it will enable you to keep off that weight. Sparks the healing process and is really going to enable you to experience great health and great energy. So let's get straight in with principle number one. So number one is no industrial seed, vegetable and hydrogenated oils or margarine in your diet. Now, I'm not going to speak too much on this because two episodes ago, episode 23 of Eternal Health, I covered this in detail. So why we need to be avoiding industrial seed oils, vegetable oils, that type of thing, margarines, because they are literally deadly, which is why it's number one on this principle list. So I'll leave it at that. Go back and listen to episode number 23 for a lot more detail on that. So no industrial seed and vegetable oils, hydrogenated oils or margarine. Principle number two, no GMOs, so nothing genetically modified. This is becoming increasingly more difficult because more and more things are genetically modified and less and less are they being labelled as genetically modified. So we really need to have our smarts on here. We need to be a savvy consumer, a savvy buyer of foods because with the advent of things like soybeans being monopolized by just one company for the most part and that company producing genetically modified soybeans and also sugar, wheat are being genetically modified as standard as well as the industrial seed oils, then it's really very difficult to understand um, from labeling of things because often they're not labeled what foods are genetically modified so we need to know we need to assume for the most part that unless something is organic then the big five things are going to be genetically modified so the big five things of the standard american diet the standard western diet which is the diet of disease basically so wheat corn soy vegetable oils and sugar are going to be pretty much genetically modified unless it states that they are organic so you want to be avoiding those things and then anything else that's labeled modified genetically modified um, we need to be avoiding because genetically modified foods do have a detrimental effect on health we don't yet know the full extent of that damage because 
we've only been tampering with foods for a relatively short period of time, a couple of decades. So it's not long enough to see the full effects on our health. So we want to be avoiding GMOs for sure. Principle number three is no refined sugar or artificial sweeteners. Refined sugar, as well as most of it being genetically modified, is it sparks a huge insulin response in our body. It's like the crack cocaine of the of the food world. It's white, it's refined, there's no nutrient value in it. It's just high in calories. It's gonna, as I say, spark a, a big insulin response. So that can lead to prediabetes and metabolic syndrome, which is the precursor to type 2 diabetes, if we are constantly hammering our bodies with refined sugar artificial sweeteners aren't any better they may not spike an insulin response but they've got their own set of problems things like their endocrine disruptors and produce neurological disorders and things so as well as being carcinogens so you want to be avoiding all artificial sweeteners and refined sugars principle number four is no soy except organic fermented foods so things like organic fermented miso uh what else so tamari sauce soy sauce are okay as long as they are organic and they are fermented foods so anything like tofu and other soy products i would be avoiding because even non-gmo organic soy products contain estrogens phytoestrogens which naturally occur in soybeans and that produces a problem that poses a problem to our bodies it mimics our own body's hormones estrogen so this really messes up our hormones and and throws out of whack that estrogen progesterone balance which is especially important in women but it also has a negative effect on men as well so no soy Okay, principle number five is no or low pesticides. So no or low pesticides and then also chemicals or hormones. So in other words, we want to be going organic wherever possible to avoid those harsh chemicals, pesticides, chemicals and hormones. I don't really need to explain this too much. It kind of stands for itself. We don't want those antibiotics, hormones, chemicals, pesticides they're bad for our health they are known to hang around our body's tissue for years and if we have pesticides and chemicals in our body if um if we're looking to have children so for a man he will pass those things through um into the fetus or into producing a a fetus and same with women women who contain these things will pass that on to a fetus and also when breastfeeding will pass pesticides through to that that newborn baby so yeah this is um this is important for anyone thinking of having children in the next few years get those um, pesticides and chemicals out of your diet now because sometimes it takes a number of years to flush your system of these things number six is no pork shellfish or carrion eating animals so the reason why i've included this is because this is biblical these are biblical old testament unclean foods and i think that there was a good reason why god said that we shouldn't eat these things not least (laughs) the health reasons because pork shellfish and carrion eating animals the thing they have in common is they are the kind of waste disposal units of the farmyard the seas and oceans and of the skies 
They feed on dead animals. They will think nothing of eating putrid things and decaying things and um, moldy things. And oftentimes pigs are cannibals. They'll eat other pigs. They will eat their own feces. (laughs) So yeah, it's really not nice. And pigs in particular are known to carry tapeworms and can produce flukes and tapeworms and really bad um, disease in people, especially when it's slightly undercooked. So yeah, for that reason, I would not be eating any of these things. I've learned my lesson myself from having food poisoning no less than four times from shellfish. So from oysters twice and from mussels once and also from squid. Number seven is no or low gluten. So we want to be getting out of our diet glutinous things. Gluten is the um, the protein found in wheat products and other whole grains or grains. And gluten really is linked to leaky gut syndrome and a lot of digestive disorders. Now gluten triggers zonulin. Zonulin is a little molecule that opens up the spaces between the cells of the intestinal lining. So this is the doorway to leaky gut syndrome. And when that happens, then molecules of food are allowed to enter the bloodstream. And then this can result in not only leaky gut, but the things developing on from that. So SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, candida overgrowth, parasite infections and then lots of other things autoimmune disease so things like Crohn's disease type 1 diabetes multiple sclerosis asthma IBD so inflammatory bowel disease so we want to be avoiding gluten as much as possible okay so the first seven of these principles I call the no list and the second half of the principles I call the go list because the first seven are no industrial seed oils, no GMOs, no refined sugar or sweeteners, etc. And then the next ones I'm going to talk about are things that you can go and do. So the go list. So number eight is daily green and non-starchy vegetables. And I've put in brackets eaten with healthy fats. So here we're talking about things like your dark green leafy veg, spinach, kale, bok choy, some lettuces, watercress, rocket or arugula, parsley, coriander, all that kind of stuff and sprouts as well. So I often have broccoli sprouts that I um, grow at home and I've put here eaten with healthy fats because we need the presence of a healthy fat to absorb all of the minerals in the the leafy green vegetables so a good way to have this i'll have my green smoothie in the morning with a tablespoon of flaxseed or chia seeds or half an avocado to get those healthy fats or if you're cooking your vegetables then i often have them with butter or coconut oil is a great way to increase that absorption otherwise you're not getting the 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 full spectrum of nutrients from from those leafy greens so it's it's a bit of a waste isn't it and who doesn't like things like buttered vegetables avocado in their smoothie to make it more creamy and yeah just enjoyable so daily green and non-starchy vegetables and i've put non-starchy because they're lower in carbohydrates and more nutrient dense so starchy vegetables are in a different category but in particular we need to be having leafy greens every day and cruciferous vegetables as well can be included in that things like broccoli cabbage those type of things 
Principle number nine is daily probiotic and lacto-fermented foods. So what are these things? Well, there's four main foods that I have and recommend. So you've got sauerkraut, which is fermented cabbage. You've got kimchi, which is a Korean similar to sauerkraut, but with more spices in. So typically with garlic and chili powder and uh, ginger. You've also got kefir or kefir, however you want to say it, which is a cultured milk drink or uh, coconut milk or even water you can make a kefir with. So it's, it's kind of like yogurt, but a little bit more runny and has more more um, probiotics in it than typically than yogurt. And then the fourth thing is natural live yogurt and I would say full fat natural live yogurt as well so things like organic Greek natural cow's milk yogurt or goat's milk yogurt or sheep's milk yogurt are going to be great and you can make all of these things pretty easily and pretty cheaply at home and I would recommend doing that over buying shop-bought things for a number of reasons well firstly in my experience the kimchi and sauerkrauts that you buy in the shops are typically much, much more expensive than making them at home. And 90% of the time, in in my experience, again, trying to find raw, unpasteurized versions of sauerkraut and kimchi is unsuccessful. Most of the, the, the ones available in shops and even online on Amazon and places like that and health food shops are pasteurized. And we don't want that. We want the raw lacto-fermented. So literally in sauerkraut just a couple of ingredients cabbage and salt and then you leave that to form a brine and then to culture to ferment over a period of about two to three weeks and that gives you probiotic good bacteria so it's simple to make very simple to make hard to find in its raw natural form in shops so my recommendation would be to make it yourself same with natural yogurt natural yogurt obviously is easier to find in the shops but it's very easy to make at home pretty cheap kefir is yeah easy and cheaper to make at home and kimchi what i found with kimchi which is a korean more spicy version as i say of, of sauerkraut is that when i go to my local asian supermarkets and things they have kimchi but it will have sugar in it msg it's pasteurized it's got other e-numbers and things in so it's taken a really healthy delicious low calorie nutrient packed food and made it a junk food and we're so good at doing that aren't we in our society taking a healthful food and turning it into a junk food so I would say make it at home I've just made this weekend a big batch of kimchi in a huge kilner jar and uh, yeah I can't wait to eat it in three weeks time <laughs> so the benefits of your daily probiotic and lacto fermented foods so again kimchi sauerkraut kefir and live yogurt is that they restore your gut bacteria your microbiome so if you have any kind of digestive problems leaky gut syndrome Crohn's disease colitis all that kind of stuff I'm not a doctor and for sure consult your your doctor and this isn't medical advice but I would be taking some daily and a few times a day these probiotic foods to restore your gut microbiome especially if you've in any point in the past taken any antibiotics which are going to kill off that good gut bacteria Principle number 10 is to eat daily high quality meats, fish, eggs 
and dairy and my recommendation is organic and pasture fed because there's a world of difference between a conventionally raised sheep or lamb or beef cow or chicken than ones which are out in the sunshine out to eat grass all day and roam around a field those animals aren't designed to be eating genetically modified corn so you want to avoid corn fed and whatever else fed animals which are non-organic which means they've probably given hormones antibiotics those type of things steroids in some cases and you want to be having organic so they're raised naturally which means it's much better farming methods it's more sustainable and it's much much healthier for you again if you have conventional meats you're basically taking a kind of good healthy food and turning it into a junk food so when i say daily high quality meats fish eggs and dairy i'm not saying you need to eat all of those every day but every day have you know a little bit of dairy yogurt for example or an egg or two free range organic fish i would say wild caught fish so things like wild caught keta salmon or sockeye salmon or mackerel is typically wild caught and when it comes to your meats chicken lamb beef and don't be afraid of the organ meats as well things like liver and uh, heart are really good really full of nutrients but the caveat here is definitely organic and pasture fed and if that means that you have to buy less but higher quality do that i would go for quality definitely over quantity here principle number 11 is to drink plenty of fresh filtered water daily it kind of goes without saying you want to be having a good couple of liters if you're a woman each day more if you're a man more if you're exercising and i recommend an alkalizing water filter which ionizes the water adds in molecular hydrogen as well that's the one i use and if you want to find out which one i use i will leave a link in the show notes i recommend an ultra stream which is a wonderful water filter it's it's an ionizer and typically water ionizers are very expensive this one is very reasonably priced for what you're getting so as i say i'll leave a link to that in the show notes if you want to check it out but either way plenty of fresh filtered water filtered because otherwise you're getting all the chemicals and hormones and things in the water supply chlorine fluoride medical waste all that kind of stuff and finally principle number 12 is to keep your carbohydrates fairly low in your diet And I recommend between 25 grams a day and 200 grams a day of carbohydrates. And that means if you're lowering your carbohydrates, it means that you have to raise either or both of your proteins and fats. Now, if you raise your proteins too high, that causes a whole load of problems in itself. So I would be raising the fats higher. And there's a lot of science behind this. People like Professor Tim Noakes, the Western A. Price Foundation, Natasha, Dr. Natasha Campbell-McBride, Dr. Um, Stephen Pinney, Jeff Volek, Gary Torbs. I could go on with people who have been researching in this field and recommend a fairly low-carb diet, which is higher in fats. That's what our body will thrive on. Now, why low-carb? And this is this does represent a change for me. Years ago, when I was marathon training, I was having a lot of carbohydrates and didn't really... I would say I didn't know any better. I... I was eating good carbs, so typically brown rice, buckwheat, 
bulgur wheat, that type of stuff. So complex carbohydrates, which are not easily turned into fat and don't spark a huge insulin response. But if you have any kind of gut problems, leaky gut, anything like that, and certainly if you have metabolic syndrome or pre-diabetes or diabetes, you need to be keeping your carbs fairly low. Increase the good fats. So things like avocados, nuts, seeds, animal fat, butter, coconut oil, those types of things. Now, I'm not going to explain that too much more here. There's a whole another episode I could do on why I now recommend a lower carbohydrate diet. In a nutshell, it's because if we constantly bombard our bodies with high carb, high carb, high carb, and unless we're discerning, a lot of those carbohydrates could be coming from sucrose, sugar, table sugar, um, which is a combination of glucose and fructose. Glucose, our body can deal with fairly well. If we have too much fructose in our diet, that um, that causes problems, things like non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, potentially. So again, there's a whole other podcast in that topic. So um, I'll save that for another day. But those are my 12 diet principles. So to recap, number one, no industrial seed, vegetable and hydrogenated oils or margarines. Number two, no GMOs. Number three, no refined sugar or artificial sweeteners. Number four, no soy except organic fermented soy foods. Number five, no or low pesticides, chemicals or hormones. Go organic wherever possible. Number six, no pork, shellfish or carrion eating animals. Number seven, no or low gluten. Number eight, daily green and non-starchy vegetables eaten with healthy fats. Number nine, daily probiotic and lacto-fermented foods. Number 10, daily high quality meats, fish, eggs and dairy, organic and pasture fed. Number 11, drink plenty of fresh filtered water daily. And number 12, keep carbs fairly low, 25 to 200 grams daily and good fats high, especially saturated animal fats. Yes, saturated animal fats. So before I leave you with a psalm today, just to say that if you're interested in coaching with me, if you have some kind of health issue or you want to lose weight, have more energy, get slim or spark the healing process in your body, then do reach out. I offer one-to-one coaching and group coaching with various different options. So I'd be more than happy to have a chat with you. You can book a call directly at my calendar, if you want, with my online calendar at laurarimmer.com forward slash call, or drop me a line at care at laurarimmer.com. And also just to say that I am holding a webinar masterclass coming up where there will be more in-depth training as well. So I will leave a link to that in the show notes. So I'm going to leave you with Psalm 19 today, a slightly longer psalm than normal. Why not? It's a beautiful psalm. So Psalm 19 for the director of music, a psalm of David. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech, they use no words, no sound is heard from them, yet their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens God has pitched a tent for the sun. It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other, nothing is deprived of its warmth. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. 
The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. By them your servant is warned. In keeping them there is great reward. But who can discern their own errors? Forgive my hidden faults. Keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not rule over me. Then I will be blameless, innocent of great transgression. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So thank you for listening to this episode of Eternal Health today. Have a wonderful week and I'll speak to you next week on another episode of Eternal Health. And do feel free to go and leave me a positive review on iTunes. I'd much appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Eternal Health Podcast. Go to laurarimmer.com to download your free Optimum Health Scorecard and find out your current health score, plus tips, coaching, and training on how to get slim, healed, and energized. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, and we'll catch you next time on Eternal Health.